everybody. Welcome to the Dream Life Podcast. I'm Tiffany Paul. I'm a mom, wife, and entrepreneur, and of course, dreamer. Join me here each week to have conversations about what it means to create the life of your dreams. To me, a dream life is about so much more than just the stuff we have or the things we've accomplished or achieved. It's really about a feeling. It's about creating a life that we love living. And I do think it's possible to enjoy the journey on our way to these big dreams we have for ourselves. Why wait? But I also know it isn't easy. So join me here each week to talk about it. I'll be sharing the ups and the downs of creating a dream life. Get ready to get real, dream big, and feel good. This is the Dream Life Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Dream Life Podcast. So I'm coming to you after several days of giving myself permission to move so slowly. I shared with you last week, I was just feeling drained and exhausted and borderline burnt out. And so I was really proactive this weekend about not making plans, slowing down, asking my husband to take over some of the extra hours with the children, connecting with friends to boost my energy, getting outside, getting a massage, super proactive in making this a very recharging weekend. I also completely cleared my schedule on Monday so that there was no obligations, no meetings, nothing, so that I could work on projects that felt energizing, I could give myself permission to move slower, and I know not everybody has that autonomy over their schedule. And I know we talk a lot on the podcast about moving at a slower pace and giving yourself permission to rest and honor your energy. And I know sometimes hearing that, especially if you're overwhelmed and burnt out, can feel like an impossible task. Like that's something not available to you, especially if you're, if you feel like your time is not your own, that you're living under a schedule that is dictated by the workplace you're in. But I want to spend today's episode providing some tactical advice on how you too can truly give yourself permission to move slower, rest, and recharge even if you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. And first off, I want to acknowledge the strange times we're living in. I know there is a lot of fear and anxiety kicked up in the world and a lot of unknowns, and that alone can be exhausting, let alone the actual responsibilities we all have in life, in our business, in our jobs, with our kids, with our family members. And because of all that, it can feel like it's impossible to rest and slow down. And what I want to say today is that for all those reasons I just mentioned, it is imperative that you learn to slow down, rest, recharge, and honor your energy. I'm not sure what the future holds, but I do know that life is a marathon, not a sprint, period, end of story. And in these strange times that we're in, we need to kind of consider the long game. And in a marathon, We need to control our pace and we can't continue sprinting and going all out for years. It's been 18 months now of all this and expect that we're not going to burn out and just explode. (laughs) So although it is challenging, it is essential and there are small ways that you can honor your energy and rest and recharge. 
no matter your situation. And so I want to spend today providing some actual tactics and tools that I use to slow down. You can pick and choose what may or may not work for you. And so I've talked before on the podcast about buying back your time, meaning the moment you have an extra dollar to spend, that is the moment I want you to invest in a support system. There have been many times in my life where I didn't have any extra money to hire a cleaning person or invest in a meal delivery service or a babysitter or an assistant or an employee. And so we'll get to that next. But if you do have an extra $100 to invest in a monthly cleaning person, I want you to do that. If you have a little extra money to invest in a meal delivery service where you don't have to go grocery shopping, you don't have to think about what's on the menu for the week, it just shows up at your door, I want you to invest in that. If you are feeling disconnected from your partner and it's been forever since you've had a date night, I want you to invest in a $10 an hour babysitter. These are small ways that you can invest in buying back your time so that you can recharge. And in regards to business, like I said, I've definitely been at that point where I didn't have any extra money to invest in help. And the moment I started getting some extra money, that went into hiring help and contractors and eventually employees. And there are amazing services that allow you to be very flexible with the contract, the number of hours, and the rate so that you can hire somebody for 10 hours a week for three months. It doesn't need to be a permanent commitment. You don't have to hire somebody, a full-time employee, and deal with payroll and all of that. And so some great resources I've used in hiring freelancers is Upwork.com. And if you're looking for maybe a little more of a professional type employee for maybe part-time work or flexible work, I've been leveraging a company called Mom Project. And they have a platform built for moms who are looking for flexible work, but it's evolved to just anybody looking for flexible work. So I have hired people who are actually not mothers from the platform. And that's been a great way to bring on early employees to my company without having to deal with payroll and W-2 and taxes and all of that. And I started with 10-hour a week, three-month contracts. And the mom project handles all of the rest, all of the employee stuff. And maybe you're a mom looking for a little extra income so that you can hire some of this support. Or maybe you're an entrepreneur looking to supplement your income like we talked about in this week's interview. And so maybe maybe you're not hiring from Mom Project or Upwork. Maybe you're actually putting yourself out there as somebody who is offering their services so you can make some extra income, so you can invest in some of this support system, invest in a vacation, invest in a getaway. And that's going to be my next point is that, again, if the money allows, invest in a vacation, change up the energy. If a vacation is not in your budget right now, changing up your energy just in the beach that you take your kids to, the park that you guys play at, a nature walk or a hike in a different spot, a new coffee shop, a new place for lunch, 
all of that ignites the senses and re-energizes that life force energy. It kind of snaps you out of that trance, that burnout, that overwhelm, and it ignites something in you. And so invest in that vacation if you can. My family and I are getting away to Lake Arrowhead this week, and we are going to immerse ourselves in nature in a beautiful little cottage that we've rented, and I am so excited about that. But again, if that's not in your budget, changing up your energy and the spaces you visit can also be a really great way to recharge and refuel and really seek out nature specifically. Nature is incredibly grounding during this uncertain time. So put your feet in the grass, in the sand, get in the ocean or the lake, get in the sunshine, get your vitamin D. It is incredibly grounding and refueling and recharging. And even if that looks like having your lunch outside, I really try to have every lunch on my patio or if I'm eating at a restaurant outside just to be in the fresh air and get outside for 20, 30 minutes. If you're someone who feels like their workday is just intense, it's incredibly stressful, and all you can do is have that 30-minute lunch break outside, that is going to be beneficial to your soul rather than maybe inside in more hustle and bustle. If you can be in a place of nature, be in the sunshine, that's even more recharging. And I always recommend like no technology, like leave your, I leave my phone inside when I'm on the patio. I'll leave it in the car when I'm on my lunch break, like no phone for 30 minutes. And I won't even listen to a podcast, just really being present with the view, with the sunshine on my face, with the food that I'm eating, and just taking a break is so energizing to me and a small way that we can all commit to recharging in the middle of our day. And so speaking of technology, the next thing that I always do when I'm feeling burnt out or like I can't look at a screen anymore is I delete social media, specifically Instagram, because that's basically all that I'm on. And I will delete it for at least 24 hours. Sometimes it'll just be off for several days. I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but that is such an energy suck and a time suck. And when it's on your phone, I feel like we're all just programmed and we have the habit to just reach for it unconsciously. And when I delete it off my phone, not only is it recharging because I'm just not putting my energy into mindless scrolling, I, when I have a break, I will use that break to do something like take a nap, go outside, play with my kids, something that's actually going to be recharging rather than mind numbing. And so delete Instagram for a day, a weekend, several days, however long you need until you start to feel that cloud lift, that burnout, that overwhelm, that fogginess, that anxiety. When that starts to lift, then you can log back into Instagram. And I know that many people use Instagram for their business and work and There can be this pressure to show up each and every day and post often, and there are programs out there that can schedule that for you, but I also just want to give you permission to do what feels good and fuck the algorithm and fuck metrics and growing your business. Like, it's not always about that. Your mental well-being comes first, and just because you should do that for your business, 
You should also take care and prioritize yourself. And we often forget that. We all know that we should post daily on Instagram to help with the algorithm. And we do that. Well, I don't do that. But many people do that. But we all know that we should also take time for ourselves and prioritize ourselves. But we somehow forget that that's actually something that should make our to-do list. And so we need to start seeing this commitment to recharging and refueling as something we need to do. It's not optional, you guys, especially not these days. This is a marathon. We need to protect our energy and give ourselves permission to go slowly when it's available to us. And so the next thing I like to do when I'm feeling burnt out is really clear my schedule wherever possible for the next day, at least. And again, talking about the business side of things, how often are we pulled into urgent issues and meetings and client things available today, tomorrow, immediately? And we respond like, of course, because that's the expectation of our jobs or how great customer service should be or a great opportunity for your business. But it doesn't always need to be so urgent. We can say yes and push it out a few days. If the opportunity is meant for you and it's not the building is on fire, like literally on fire, it can usually wait 48 hours. I'm not saying schedule to next week, but give yourself permission to push out some of those non-urgent commitments. And most things aren't truly urgent and they can be put off a, a day or two. And so just like we could clear our schedule in the case of an emergency, a family emergency, you can clear your schedule in most cases, in the case of a mental health day. You don't even need to explain it. And if you feel better saying there's a family emergency, fine. But you can push things out a day or two to give yourself 24 hours of no commitment of doing work you love and moving at your own pace. Maybe taking a afternoon nap or a yoga class that day or a walk outside and just moving slowly I find 24 hours sometimes is all I need of just no commitments and freedom to move at my own pace. So whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's a half day, maybe it's two days, but ultimately we have a lot more control over our schedules than we think we do. And I really don't fucking care if you have to say you're sick or something, not to like lie, but I feel like I'm fine with honoring my mental health and taking that break. But if you don't and you feel better, you know, using a societally acceptable excuse, do what you have to do because that's how important your mental health is and your mental well-being. And if you are a parent and a mother or a business owner, you cannot be burnt out. We need you in your energy, in your wellness to show up as a mother, as a business owner even as an employee. And we all deserve that. We all deserve to show up in this world as our best selves. And the last tactic I'm gonna provide here today is give yourself permission to say no. No to commitments that are draining and exhausting and don't feel in alignment. Of course, there are times where we can't say no. I understand that. Maybe your boss is giving you a work assignment, but even on that example, you can say, I, I'm at my capacity. If I were to take on that new project, there might be a delay or I might need to remove one of these other projects. So you're still saying no in inadvertent ways. 
we had Dr. Sheila on the podcast a few weeks back and I loved her example of when you're saying no, the best way to do it is to take the energy and transfer it elsewhere. Meaning, no, I cannot go to that party. I need to recharge and have a little downtime at home. No, I need to spend time with my children. No, I have another commitment. And so people are understanding. It's not like just no, it's I am putting my energy elsewhere at this time. This can be a tool you use to say no. Provide context where you are needing to put your energy right now. And I think the world is more than ever aware of mental health and wellness and that we are teetering on burnout. And I think people are a lot more understanding than maybe they once were. So when you have the option to say no to a commitment, to a party, to a person, to whatever it is that may be taking away your energy, your time, your joy, I empower you to say no. It costs zero dollars. It's a tactic that we all can use right here and right now. Simply saying no so that we're not overloading our plates, overloading our nervous system, overloading our life. We're only human. We're not unlimited technology. We're not like the cloud, like with just unlimited space. We're humans. We need to say no and honor our energy. And when our plate is full, it's full. And when something doesn't feel in alignment, it's okay to say no. And I know sometimes saying no can feel difficult. I've shared in the podcast about how great it feels to do what you want, right? But saying no is one of those things that you're saying no because you don't want to do it, right? You want to say no, but it doesn't always feel good to say no. But you want to know what does feel good? Having that time freedom back, that energy back, the empowering feeling it is to claim your own life and schedule and power and really protect and prioritize yourself. That feels good. So while it can be uncomfortable to say no in the moment, you may feel like you're hurting somebody's feelings or letting somebody down. I understand that. I feel that way. But I I try to ground myself and remind myself that I am receiving something in exchange for this no, and that is worth the short period of feeling uncomfortable. And so Let's stop worrying about hurting other people's feelings and making people uncomfortable. And let's start worrying about our overall health and well-being. And let's get our heads above sea level and ditch the overwhelm and the anxiety and the burnout and the exhaustion as much as we can. Again, I want to honor that these are weird times and there's so much going on. But I also know that living in a perpetual state of anxiety and overwhelm and whatever else, fear, is not sustainable. You can only bend so much until you break. And so I want you to commit to taking one of these action steps this week and recharging because I'm sure anybody listening right now could use a break. You all deserve to have that time with self and That may be as simple as getting to bed a little earlier tonight, drinking a little more water, having a bubble bath. There are small ways we can all slow down and treat ourselves 
Go get a, a matcha like I just did before this episode. And small ways we can treat ourselves and re-energize ourselves. And I know it can feel impossible some days with all there is to do and all there is going on in the world. But I just gave you specific steps to prove that it is not impossible. And I don't mean to simplify it or oversimplify and make it seem like it's just so easy. No, I know that. I know it's difficult. But it starts with the decision to try. It starts with the intention to slow down. It starts with putting a plan in place to recharge and refuel. And only you know what is best for you, where you are leaking energy, what fills you up, and what recharges you. And so if none of these sounded good, hopefully they inspired something else in you. And I hope you truly take action this week and in the months ahead. Like This is not a one-time thing, you guys. This is an ongoing commitment to continually come back to self, prioritize self, prioritize the energy, because only from that place can we continue on chasing down these big dreams. And I'm so passionate about this, which is the whole reason I started my company, The Slept Life. And if you need a few little goodies to add to your nightly routine to enhance your me time, re-energize, go check it out. I put the link in the bio. Also, if you've written a review, screenshot it, DM it to me at Dream Life Podcast, and I'll give you a $10 credit towards your next sleep item. Our bestseller is the weighted eye mask, and I've literally been living for my power naps with my weighted eye mask these days. I've had several friends who've been texting me saying the same, that when the days feel overwhelming and exhausting, they head up to their room, put on some yoga music or relaxing music or meditation, throw on their weighted eye mask for 20 minutes, and I'm telling you guys, it is so recharging. So if you need something like that to help slow down and honor your energy and recharge, I invite you to check out The Slep Life, my company, my biz. I don't talk about it a lot here on, on the podcast, and it is my baby, and it really comes from this passion for preserving our energy, prioritizing our rest, and slowing down so we can live a better quality of life. All right, guys, that's all I have for you guys today. Keep on dreaming big. You got this. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you're enjoying it so far, could you do me a quick favor and write a review? Even if you're like the type of person that never writes reviews, it'll take like just one minute. Reviews really help out a new podcast like mine get visibility. And plus, I want to hear what you think. In fact, if you screenshot your review and DM it to me on Instagram at Dream Life Podcast, I will give you a $10 credit towards my online sleep shop, thesleplife.com. And you can pick out something amazing to add to your bedtime routine as my way of saying thank you. So please write a review. Make sure you're subscribed so that you are notified each and every time a new episode drops. And don't forget, keep on dreaming big. You got this. you